Caution. The following episode is based on casual events. Oh, boy. We watched Zombie Cats from Mars, which means it's time for another Portland at the Movies. In a time in a land of eternal beauty, all that stands between a city and a disaster, in a city where anything can happen, if you thought you had seen it all. I've got the mayor crawling around up my butt with a Sears and Roebuck microscope and a chainsaw looking for answers. And the media has been hounding me all morning. Uh, Did I deliver? Uh, uh, yes. Hello and welcome to another episode of Portland at the Movies. My name is Todd Workoven and I am joined as always by Mark Middleton. How are you, Mark? I am so great. I, I watched the movie today. Uh, okay. And it's, it's yeah, we, we got a lot to talk about. Yes, and joining us to do just that is Brian, the Unipiper Kid. How are you, Brian? I'm also good because I also watched this movie just now. Oh, nice. You guys are fresh off of Zombie Cats from Mars. Uh, So, Mark, you made uh, you put together a little intro uh, drop there. uh, And uh, I had a different selection of I I loved your choice and it made me lol. Uh, I had flagged the is Portland becoming Becoming the the new new Hollywood? Hollywood? (laughs) Uh, and the answer according to this movie no no it is a no danger at all of becoming the next uh uh, hollywood Uh, Um, zombie yeah i I wanted to share my my pick too yes Uh, yes uh mark can you play uh audio from the movie uh let me grab it really fast i believe so if i go into well listening to mark do this is sort of like watching the first two and a half minutes of this movie which is constant paragraphs of on-screen text Uh, i was like what is this (laughs) i felt like uh, it, it kind of felt to me like uh, the opening credits of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, yep. though <laughs> not. On on. <laughs> yeah, like it was not intentional. Okay, what uh, what timestamp? <laughs> um, I so I, I totally forgot why I wrote this down, but I wrote down uh, at uh, eighteen eleven um, uh, was a good quote for the intro. Eighteen eleven. Yeah. Yeah, the paragraphs just went on and on. One of them attributed to someone named Pincho Noir, <laughs> I saw. Yes. Okay. And so it's just paragraph and paragraph and paragraph and more and more and more. And I like I was really just said, like, come <laughs> on. And then the very last three paragraph screen ended with they <clears throat> didn't listen. <laughs> and then all the text goes away. And then they didn't listen comes up again i'm like what is going on i throughout all that text i was waiting for the title of the movie and we didn't get it and uh we instead we got the letters uh z c f m zombie cats from mars and then i was like oh we're only gonna get that and then like five minutes later the title came up awesome hold here here's your uh okay Yeah, Zoom completely, it's so fascinating. Zoom completely stripped all of that off. Oh, as it does funny. the music, like I said, behind uh, the intro, which is... I wonder, if you can, but... I wonder if you can adjust that. Interesting. Anyway. Um, yeah. 
adjust that like much of the audio in this movie is adjusted to either mic an entire room so every single piece of incidental noise like pouring cereal into a Tupperware is just as loud as all the dialogue or every shuffling of a piano creaky piano (laughs) seat bench that uh, completely overwhelms the two people talking in the room yeah Um, so they I, needed to record this movie through Zoom. Zoom would have taken all of that out for them. <laughs> okay, um, I'm okay. I just adjusted the audio on the Zoom call really fast, so um, we'll we'll see if things get re removed or adjusted. Okay. So this movie does start. Uh, I believe the very first text that we see is that this story is based on catchual events, right? <laughs> the very first thing on screen for at least like 35 <laughs> seconds yes totally. this movie based on casual events casual I was like, mo- did Mo Show write this movie I was immediately like oh okay I, I know what I know what we're doing but see that's one of my one of my grander questions and I don't know if we should set up this movie uh, before we dive into it, but zombie cats from Mars, a, a, a in the first five minutes, a cat comes down in a UFO, uh, and then r- it continues to wreak havoc over this, this small community. So, but I so, be, go ahead before Mark. we go. To, so, this this episode is going to be full of spoilers, and there's a lot of things to spoil, and so uh, it, let's let's lay it all out. Um, okay, yeah, and the movie is free on YouTube. It's free so on YouTube. Type in Zombie Cats from Mars. Yeah, it's, it's from their official channel. It's legally uh, available to watch on YouTube. Uh, they are currently casting for the prequel uh, for <laughs> the, for uh, Zombie Cats from Mars Two, uh, the prequel, yep. and uh, and and so they're looking for. Uh, uh, Men who speak Russian, I I think, or or have a Russian can do it is a, a Russian accent. It is a bold choice to make a sequel to a movie that has uh, amassed seven thousand views in five years. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe uh, if this episode uh, inspires you, you can be a part of the legacy of this like, film oh, franchise. Please kill oh. me with a cat. Oh, oh, it's <laughs> oh my, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Hi. Hmm. hmm. Oh, hi. I didn't see you come I in. I didn't whoever, see you come in. Whoever this may be. Hello. Is this hey, Esteban am I, am Munoz? On? You yes. are. How's it going? Hi, Esteban. It's going great. Uh, whom do we have the pleasure of speaking with, Mark? We have uh, uh, Esteban, who who uh, played Cameron in the movie, and uh, <laughs> and uh, nice. he has joined us. He's uh, he's currently at work on his lunch break, and so we've only got him for about ten minutes. But uh, <laughs> I thought we and he he knows full well that uh, we <laughs> might have opinions that differ from uh, high praise uh, in in things so esteban welcome to uh portland at the movies and uh the discussion of uh, uh zombie cats from mars yeah thank you uh for having me i'm uh it was a pretty shocking text message to get but hey i'm here <laughs> uh, awesome well let me let me begin then by saying uh it is wonderful to meet you uh and i you were a true highlight of this movie uh in 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 watching it and so much so that at the end 
when you are so unceremoniously killed as like no weight to it. I was like, justice for Cameron. He brought a true delight to right? this movie. And for you to be just discarded. There been hashtag for me. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> I know. Yes. <laughs> so I was greatly disappointed that uh, they just sort of threw away your your death in the movie. But um... well, I appreciate that. I felt uh, you know, similarly discarded. <laughs> but hey, we're, but, you know, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, I, I like those guys. But that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> totally. That's showbiz. It's a heartless, heartless Shark Tank. <laughs> so, be- so because we've only got you for a short amount of time, uh, and Brian, you can you can jump in. I I cut you off. Uh, could you just uh, give a uh, a summary of like how you got involved and your experience? Uh, just my general acting experience? Uh, your experience with this movie. Uh, we can also talk about oh, your general okay, acting. okay, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we. this was, you know, you're, this was, like, filmed, I honestly think about eight or nine years ago. I'm, I'm originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and, um, and I moved here when I was about 18 or 19, which was eight or nine years ago. Um, and yeah, I just like, at the time, I didn't even have like a backstage account, which is kind of like the professional way that actors get gigs. I was literally just like posting on Craigslist. Nice. I like got like acting gigs through Craigslist, but I actually think Zombie Cats from Mars was like the first acting gig I got. Um, and yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I just basically like I sent them because I had made another movie with my brother called Estate Does Not Make a Movie. Um, and I basically just sent them the trailer. Like I responded to their post. I sent them the trailer to my movie that I had just finished. And I was like, hey, I would love to be in this in any way, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, they immediately said yes. And then I just showed up and that was the first time that I was meeting the uh, Montetre, the, the director and, and uh, Ryan, the producer. Uh, and yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, my experience on set, I was just happy to like be in anything, especially because <laughs> I had just like moved to Portland. So it was nice to basically just like meet people and get to do something creative. For um, sure. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it was you know, it's it's fun. I don't. I guess I don't really remember much from the production. Now you didn't even fun like lighthearted time in your death. We, again, justice for Cameron. We don't even see you get killed, right? We you're just dead. Like you didn't even get to do yeah, one of you the see... cat to the face uh, pantomimes <laughs> that everybody else in this movie gets to do. <laughs> right right it's in my death is insinuated it's almost just like they wanted to do that classic like oh if you don't see the death then it's more horrific in your imagination (laughs) spoilers uh, spoilers it was not (laughs) right 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 yeah so you guys didn't really like the movie it sounds like oh i thought it was i I had a blast with it yeah i loved the movie okay so one of you says you you loved it and then another one what so one person loved it, the other one what? I would say I had a blast with this film. And, and yeah, I'm the, oh, okay. there, is, 
there is a third i am the third one i had a blast watching this uh film but i have lots of i have lots of conflicting thoughts as well but i yeah it was it was so much so that i that i really cared that you did not get the death that you were that you were owed <laughs> i i right well and you know it's it's no citizen kane but i mean hey you know these guys got together they shot something that's pretty good Oh, for sure. And it looks like that you did another production uh, with him as well, Marty in Transit. I did. The enigmatically released uh, Marty in Transit. Yeah, that one was really, I remember more from that one. That one was like, a, it was a, literally a one-take feature-length movie. Um, <sighs> and that one, I don't even know if it's released or not. I remember messaging Montetre, the director, a while ago about it. And he was like, oh, we got to finish the edit. I don't think it was ever released, though. Or at least, if it was, to my knowledge, I somehow missed it. But um, yeah, that one was definitely, I would say, maybe more like conceptually, dramatically ambitious. But even on like the production level, like really ambitious. It was like this like huge task and like multiple locations, but it was like one take and that one was really fun to to film. But I but and in that movie, I guess spoiler, it doesn't really matter because I don't know if it'll come out, but <laughs> I get a very a very gruesome, very like explicit death scene that is a very big part of the very end. So in some ways my 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 good karma does eventually come back. I do get to die on the silver screen for people. Nice. Um, That's awesome. Kind of like, you know, ret retribution for the, the utter disregard for Cameron as a human being that we saw in Zombie Caps from Mars. But <laughs> So was this movie, as you said, it was made about seven years ago. And so was it made to, um, in, in their hopes to show it somewhere? Where did they plan, we'll, we'll plan to sell this to so-and-so? Did they have, was there a showing of this that you guys all got together? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. You, it's funny, were you just not able to get Montetre for an interview? Because he's always down for an interview. Oh, but, <laughs> um but um yeah i don't i mean i remember going to a premiere or no actually i don't <laughs> i i was invited to the premiere but for one reason or another i didn't go to it um but i did see the movie in like edit rooms uh yeah i mean i from what i remember they put it on like dvd and like oh nice i mean this guy monstre have you seen anything else from this filmmaker no we have not because honestly he's uh i would say that he is uh he is a very unique filmmaker who has a, I mean, he's got like a big filmography under his belt. Um, you should definitely check out his other stuff. Uh, you know, for better or worse, it is, it is completely idiosyncratic nice. uh, work that he's put out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Montetre, you know, he is like fully in it. Like he, he, you know, shoots and edits these movies, and I think Marty in Transit was the one that the release might have gotten bundled up, but all the other ones, you know, like showing it to people and putting it on DVD, and, you know, he's, he's going, from what I can tell from the outside, at least, it seems like he's kind of going for, you know, he's, he's fully in it. He wants people to see this stuff. That's really cool. Well, we need to, let's start a campaign uh, for, uh, for releasing uh, Marty in Transit. Yeah, you really should, because I want to, you know, I never actually saw that movie, and I'm, like, a big character in it, and I, I've i asked for, like, themes for my reel, 
and he's just like, oh yeah, no, I'll sign up. I haven't, I haven't heard anything. Could you believe that? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the IMDb for it right now, and yeah, we we'd love to uh, be able to watch that, and uh, I'm gonna try and yeah, connect no, with I mean, Montetre as well. You absolutely should. You know, he's an enigmatic. Uh, He's a, he's a puzzling figure. You you never really know what to make of him as a human. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Color me intrigued. Yeah, you know, he, I honestly think that there should be a documentary just about him because he is a, I, I, I just don't understand him. I've never understood him. Like, I like him. He's a cool guy. I consider him my, my, my friend, but I don't, uh, you know, is it, is it is it parody? Is it not? I, I can't tell with him. <laughs> Sounds awesome. like a very Tommy Wazoian uh, <laughs> kind character. of creature. Totally. Right. I think there was even a reference. Wait, what to the time room. is it? Uh, it's oh. uh, three twenty-six. So you... uh, okay, so I gotta gotta go back in. Okay. Um, but anyways, hey, thanks for having me on the podcast. I uh, yeah, thanks for checking out the movie. Well, thank you very much thank, for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thanks for yeah. spending a few minutes with us. I really appreciate it. I'll send you a link to the episode once it gets live. Uh, and uh, yeah. uh, again, uh, this was Esteban Munoz. And uh, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have, have a okay, bye-bye. <laughs> so uh, should we just sit here in silence until the next uh, person calls in? Uh... <laughs> no, nobody Ladies and gentlemen, Montetre. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so now I'm super intrigued about Montetre. Yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, as soon as I saw written and directed by Montetre, yeah. I was like, Montetre. we are in for something. Yes. And he's here in uh, Portland as well. We can, uh, yeah, we, we, we will hunt him down. We should have him on a live episode. 100%. That would be a real in wild card. <laughs> totally. Um, um cool. I, well, well. I do feel like that it was probably a personality like uh the vision of an auteur, shall we say, that that really elevated this film above uh just your standard zombie cat from Mars schlock. But uh, so here and he I I sound like I, I broke I broke his heart by saying that I didn't full full-throatedly love this movie but that was kind of what we we were talking about in the beginning where it had these hints of oh i get what they're doing and like one of the first things you see is like this comically this comical comically animated ufo with a a badly photoshopped cat you know green screened into it or whatever and and so you're like oh, okay i get it but like to me it didn't lean enough into that direction. Like we had that. And like two seconds later, we're seeing a couple discussing a miscarriage and it's like, Whoa, I thought, I thought we were in for some fun here. And now this husband's like, get over this miscarriage. What was that weeks ago? And I'm like, what is happening? Where? And so I kept writing down, what is the tone of this movie? And then Esteban's character was awesome for that. And he was, jumpy and he was energetic and he was funny. totally fitting into that funny totally. and it doesn't surprise me at all to look at it as imdb to see that he's continually working because i thought he was by far the 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 highlight 
uh, of the actors in this movie. But yeah, to me, it was like I it, it couldn't figure out its tone. And so every time it did serve up something truly absurd, like having the Pillsbury Doughboy written on a fat guy's belly <laughs> jiggling around as he gets electrocuted. Oh, that was brilliant. It's amazing. Like, it was like, I, it, yeah, it was it was back and forth to me for that reason. So I have two thoughts in response. Uh, the first yeah. is I did read that the visual effects supervisor quit during production of the film. Um, so it was left to the rest of the director and cast and crew to complete the visual effects. So that may be why, wow. why things look the way they do. Um, and why everybody just got scratched by a cat. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then attacked by a cat plushie. It, you know, I found myself thinking and watching this movie, like if you took out the all of the anything about like cats and killing people and, and zombies from Mars like it, it was not a terrible just run-of-the-mill film about characters <laughs> characters completely unrelated to each other in any <laughs> demonstrable way that just happen to live in a town where this stuff is happening to them well, they went to the same church Todd they, they did they I did was like well finally church. we're Connect the the guy that plays two chords on the piano is the music leader <laughs> at the church. <laughs> he plays the two chords and then, uh, you know, feverishly documents the notes. <laughs> brum, brum. Oh, oh. Let me write that one down. <laughs> but yeah, there were great lines and and one of the other recurring. So there's kind of five or six sets of people we have um esteban and the main teenager i forget his i didn't realize his name until like three-fourths of the movie i was like his name oh his, his name is billy. billy yeah billy uh we have them and billy's mom and then we have the couple who just went through a miscarriage we have a crazy cat lady we have a minister and we have a newscaster type thing that kind of breaks into a, a news, uh, a couple of newscasters that are keeping us up. So there are a lot of moving parts to this that are not related that cut back and forth so quickly. Like we see the guy, we see Billy taking pills and talking into the mirror after he talks to his therapist. Oh, the therapist is also in this uh, and two police detectives. The awkward therapist. The, and I couldn't Creepy. so right out of the gate we get this therapist who's acting very bizarrely and like I don't know if that was an acting choice or if that like it was just very incongruous to, to bounce so quickly back and forth to all these intertwining storylines and so um, <clears throat> you're exactly right and the um, do we have like an overarching uh, have we plot. already kind of done the plot? I was going to say, if anyone can explain take... the plot of this movie, I am all ears, because I cannot. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, the plot was that there are zombie cats from Mars that are killing people, and there is no driving force in terms of plot. <laughs> like, there's, well, there's, here's, there's no goal. Here's my question. Is, is it one cat... Is it all cats? Is one cat spreading this whatever 
I don't I don't get that part. It's, so they didn't go into the technology of the zombiness uh, <laughs> enough. This wasn't a hard sci-fi movie. Right. But uh, definitely multiple cats after, like, I, I think a cat came from Mars, he crashed the in the UFO, and then infected other cats at the cat lady's house. Yeah. Took out the cat lady, and you saw... Uh, the door open and those cats leaving and other cats coming in and and uh, and so there was an exchange of cats at the cat lady house and so now you had multiple cats that were zombie makers and, okay and then um, at the e- each of these people were dying like three in one day and, and <laughs> one in broad daylight and then the I was just, wondering just, about the timeline because yeah at one point they're like and two hours later right but then like it, it had been weeks at some point or yeah could the this possibly be a serial killer you mean you mean three identical <laughs> deaths in the same day <laughs> in one afternoon can't, can't imagine <laughs> and uh, uh and so um yeah I, I don't know where I was going with that but yeah, that's I, like Brian said, there isn't a dry other than who's killing, who's doing the killing. And then Billy sort of figures it out and is trying to do that. But no one, no one will believe me. Yeah. And uh, the type of thing. And, and Billy, uh, played by Branson Sands, uh, you can find him on his uh, uh, his uh, uh, OnlyFans. Uh, so. <laughs> Wait, no. That was it. It was it's it was difficult enough to see Mark held up a, a, a photo on his phone that was the ex, the exposure, so to speak, was kind of off through the until and then then I saw it. Yeah, and so uh, Branson yeah. Sands has a hundred. He's servicing his only fans. hundred and sixty one thousand followers on. Uh, on his Twitter account, and he uh, is making a very decent living as a porn star. Oh my um, gosh, that's amazing! His OnlyFans is twenty percent off this month. Uh, <laughs> Seven ninety nine. Happy Pride! Happy Pride! Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. I I do think his acting was was not strong, and it really bothered me. I mean, it it really bothered me that. It was it was so not strong, and Estevan was so strong yeah. that I'm like, why don't we get this guy as the main guy? Like, why <laughs> is he shuntered off when it's clearly like no one else in this movie can act except for kind of the two newscasters and and him. And so again, justice for Cameron, he should get his own his own trilogy. I, I guess he's dead. I did think it was really weird in the uh, IMDb description of this film. Uh, it it starts by saying an effeminate fan of vintage science fiction action thrillers, blah blah blah. What? But like, <laughs> was it really important to, to slam yeah. IMDb? <laughs> I mean, he didn't a come. A real ac- sissy of a wuss <laughs> <laughs> likes cats. I, he didn't come across that effeminate to me, no. like <laughs> to where I would call it out in the description of the film. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Yeah, it does a effeminate van. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, so where, where do we oh, go wait, from Wait, he here? was also it. Wait. What? 
What's that? Oh, I, I had searched I, in an IMDb zombie cats I'd put in and selected oh. that. And there's another movie called Man Eating Zombie Cats. And so I was getting confused. But yes, zombie cats from Mars. I just thought maybe w- because they never showed and not that we needed the science behind the zombies because you never really do, you know, like mushrooms or whatever, but we never saw a mechanism in which it was passed or the cats weren't biting each other. Well, to pa- you know, all those. No, 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 no. Well, we got, uh, we got oh. the full, full, uh, mythology of yeah. how they came about. Surprising amount of lore. With, with, oh, just that. Uh, I'm sorry. The lore of they went to Mars and somehow the dust made them immortal. The soil, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the soil <laughs> made them immortal. What now? And uh, and so then they came back. Uh, it looked it, like each of these deaths, you know, uh, concluded in a in a you know death. But they, as in the title of the of the movie, you know, they're zombie cats. And so all of these people reincarnated as zombies and met mm. at the church. I don't. I don't know about that. I think that was uh, just a dream. I, that's a well, bald faced lie. I think the whole movie's a dream. Well, it was kind of a dream within a dream because he woke up twice after he had that dream about the zombie the, cats in and the, church. And the second time he woke up, his mom was awake. His mom was alive. Right. Right. And so she never died. That was part of his, uh, the dream sequence where the priest, instead of yelling "heretic," like I'm sure he was supposed to, yelled. <laughs> Heretic. <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, Mark, maybe you should play some of that lore. I think it's around 53, 30, 53, around there is uh, when they have some of that lore about how, which comes very late in the game, but um, I guess uh, explains, loosely explains the lore of how these cats came to be. And they did one of those things like uh, Harry Potter did where you get the backstory and suddenly it's like animated, but it's like stick figure animation. Yes, it felt like they was really trying to push like uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber cats thing where like the cats had... One of them was named Sassafras. Yeah, that was the thing. That was the leader of the, the cat who went to Mars. Yeah. His Egyptian throne. He introduced a new faith to them. Cat okay, I guess he is effeminate. It was not long after that when some humans became jealous and conspired to first banish Sassafras, then rescribed the book. The pyramid rocketed the smart cats to Mars. Little did the humans know that the dirt on Mars acted as a catalyst in making the animals immortal. <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> the dust on Mars would act as a catalyst and make them immortal. Should have seen that one coming. <laughs> the Shame. folly of man. Shame on us. There. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that is so, such a crazy thing to introduce that way and then never speak of again never dig into at all just to like explain it away like that was so funny to me so billy also has uh billy lives with his mom and is it his brother it's his half brother half brother oh are are you sure are you sure are you sure it's half brother they were so (laughs) savage to this poor kid who defend like Billy is being picked on by Cody, the area bully. And like, uh, so Billy is, I don't know how old he's supposed to be like 19 or 20 or something like that. And his half brother is like maybe 
you know, 12, 12 yeah. a lot younger, uh, who protects Billy from the bully. And the way even Billy, like when the when Cody, the bully comes up and is is saying, oh, you need your brother to keep you safe. Billy goes half brother. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He, I don't. And so every time they brought it up, Billy had to correct. I'm like half brother. I so, like they had a great relationship and things were good. And how many times in the movie do you think they call it out as half brother? I, it was at least half a dozen. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, oh, I was gonna say six. Yeah, six or more. seven. Yeah, At least ten, I think. <laughs> it was nuts. And I couldn't figure out, like, it would have made sense for the bully to be, like, half-brother. But, like, Billy kept doing it. And I'm like, what did this kid do to you other than just protect you? So do you think Montetray had a half-brother or was a half-brother? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the themes interwoven the- into this movie. Um, we did see uh, Fred Meyer was mentioned in this movie. I was That's very excited about our that. Our Fred Meyer, yes, not was it? not any Fred Meyer. That was Fred Meyer on That's Gleason. The Gleason. That is the, the, Gleason okay. the closest any movie has ever come to one of our actual houses. Did that one house from um, I forget the name of the movie, uh, A Walk in Her Shoes yes. or whatever? Was that closer? No, I guess you like literally lived right next to the Fred Meyer, so that would have been closer. Fred Meyer's closer. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't figure out any uh, – there weren't a whole lot of other locations. There was like a duplex that kept showing up, but other than the address, I couldn't I couldn't figure out there what were, that was. There were some other good Portland uh, call-outs in this film. Um, they just uh, – you mentioned the newscasters. Like they, they mentioned the trailblazers, so this is very clearly a Portland film. Um, and they they showed a phone number at one point, and they you know attention to detail. They they uh, it was five oh three five 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 something something. So um, yeah, I did see those too. Uh, the, and then although they never say Portland, they did mention the Trailblazers, um, but did they mention Portland? I, th- I want to say they did. <clears throat> I I think, okay. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought those two newscasters, oh. especially the guy, the guy newscaster, was really good. Yeah, yeah, the, the the news they cut to the newscasters one time, and he's like, "And more news out of Portland today." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were keeping up on the, and I couldn't figure out there too. There, it was kind of that thing where they were just like that was one of the first things uh, in the movie was we see them on TV giving their newscast or whatever, and they're kind of bantering back and forth, and the the lady says to the guy, "Thank you, so and so." That was. That was entertaining and informative. And you hear him say, that's what she said. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good joke. But again, then we we smash cut to a, a couple in mourning <laughs> after their t- tragic miscarriage. And I'm like, wow, that is a lot of whiplash. I love the um, the male new- newscasters dig at his uh, co-host's. Uh, when he, he said something like, uh, uh, and I did notice your new dress today. Uh, you can stop trying. <laughs> you can stop. You can stop hinting around at it. We did notice it. It looks great. Yeah. That's funny. So amazing. Um, I was interested to hear more in the mom's story because at what point she sits down is like, you know, I'm sorry, Billy. She's talking to Billy like, I'm sorry, Billy. Your dad went away i don't even know whose father your half brother is and <laughs> now i'm doing this i'm like what is her but like that's the movie i want to see like this tragic story of this woman who like i don't know what she's going with 
and she also looked the same age as Billy, which I, I found. I, was, yes. I thought they were. Tw- I thought they were twins at one point. Yes. And I looked. I looked at the IMDb to see if they had the same last names. Um, I, and Esteban like had this, uh, uh, you know, um, like uh, sort of playful crush dynamic with the mom, which was really funny. Yeah, he was kind of hot for mom, which is great. He was, I mean, honestly, not not just because we had him on the show, because I did have this all written down, but he was just really dynamic, I guess, in a way that kind of no other cast member was. Mm -hmm. Like, none of the other ones seemed to have a lot of magnetism as far as stage presence go, and he kind of uh, did have that. So um, there was a point where we're going to the couple that that, uh, was going through the miscarriage, and as all these people are being killed in their town and everybody's talking about it the the guy has to go somewhere for some reason and the wife's like ah don't leave me alone there's a killer on the loose and he goes ah you'll be fine <laughs> it's like what? lock the door and spoiler she was not <laughs> guess who got eaten by cats that lady um so I couldn't quite at the, at the end when when Billy untangles this lore about the cats coming back and Mars to get revenge. The priest seems to know about this lore or whatever. And to fight him, you needed to spray the cats with holy water. But this wasn't an exorcism or possession. <laughs> this is zombies. And so like the whole tie to church like didn't make any sense to me. No, but I'm really glad that we got the character of the priest because he was amazing. <laughs> I like how the zoom your your connection is cutting out. You might want to turn off your camera because uh, you keep cutting out. But um, yeah, it was one of those great. I really love the character of when he did. <laughs> so what did what was that? Uh, the priest. The priest was amazing. <laughs> the priest. <laughs> I did it again. Yes. Uh, I did like the part where we saw. Um, oh, so there's a point mark at like 3320 or so. And it's kind of a montage thing where they're playing this kind of haunting organ there. It's a church scene where some haunting organ, the priest, we watch all every single congregant come up to get communion um, one by one. And the priest just keeps saying um, the body of Christ, the body of Christ. And I think we're maybe getting some flashes of the zombie cats, too. And so, like, it's this menacing scene that they put the weirdest music underneath, even though there's haunting church or organ music. They play this crazy, like, jaunty 90s pop punk. Do you have that, Mark? I do. (laughs) Children's of day. We are not of the night, we are not of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay awake and sober. Yeah, it's it's a little hard for for me to hear, but like it was such a different tone at the same time as this, like what should have been, because then all the, I think all the people in the church keep repeating body of Christ, body of Christ and and all of that. And there's like this smash mouth playing in the the background. (laughs) 
Uh, so Mark- I, I love the actor that plays the priest. He's also in the TV show Baskets. Uh, he plays the, oh. the rodeo uh, owner. He plays the owner of a rodeo, so just like a, a really old uh, cowboy. And interesting, he plays it brilliantly. As you know, he's so he must have been so good that I just thought he was like a priest who could not act. Uh, I, I, he wasn't very good in this, uh, but listening to that back, he he might have been uh drinking a little bit of the holy water, uh, (laughs) but it could have just been a crazy choice, which I also kind of like because it is, it was like pretty bananas. Um, Let's see. There was a lot. You started off the 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 drop that you put in the beginning, Mark, of the call, the reference to Sears and Roebuck. I did not look up Montetre, but there was a Sears and Roebuck reference. There was a, the graduate reference. Yeah. There was all of these references that were like old, like two generations at this point old. And so I couldn't figure out how uh, what generation this guy came from but it kept making me laugh this is also the second film in a row that we have watched that makes uh, a reference to the room <laughs> did did you not hear what i said it's it's happening so exactly on the words that we need to hear i almost think you're like doing yeah, it on purpose <laughs> But I'm sure we will feed it. We will hear it on your individual yeah, on your recording, uh, mic. It'll be great. This will all be flawless. Uh, I'll try one more time. But this is the okay. second movie in a row that we've watched that references the room. Ah, uh-huh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was. It's it's knowing enough, and that's why I guess I, I it keeps coming back to like I wish they would have leaned into it a bit more. Like with these movies, it's tricky. A lot of them try to be tongue in cheek which doesn't work. You want your, your horror movie, even your low budget ones to be sincere and, and, you know, straight faced. And a lot of this was in good ways, but then it kept trying to do those both things without like deciding, like there's this janitor that is standing by this cola machine and he gets thrown into the cola machine and electrocuted and his shirt comes up and his belly is hanging out and they have drawn a picture of the Pillsbury Doughboy as his belly is shaken. And so uh, again, like here, 45 minutes into the movie, what tone is this movie? What am I supposed to be feeling? I just wish it was more, it was more of that zaniness. I think I was craving because at one point they showed a dream sequence where this doctor is just swinging cats around on the end of ropes. That was which cool. Was, that dream sequence is really, really good. I had a couple of things that I was like, this is legitimately good. That that dream sequence is one of them. It went on way too long, but it was a really cool visual effect for what they had. And I thought that went well. And poor, oh, Tommy. Tommy is the younger brother. Um, and he goes missing. And the mom and Billy kind of go outside to try to find him. And Billy has been killed in the alleyway and is laying there. And instead of doing like a music cue or like tense music, there is no music. You only hear the birds in the background of the sunny day that they shot this on as the mom and and Billy are like, no, Tommy and it's like it was it was so fumbled like the easy the easy the things that you could do easily regardless of your budget they oddly fumbled I thought 
but yeah, I guess justice for Tommy too. <laughs> so uh, I just sent you guys a chat of a screenshot of um, the guy with the doughboy tattoo falling into the uh, um, vending machine. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. Do you see that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they have him falling into the vending machine, which uh, th- there is no glass in the vending machine. But the special effects that they have uh, show the glass coming through his body out. <laughs> He's falling into the vending machine, but the glass is like coming out of his chest. Awesome. I did wonder. I'm like, why did they reskin a whole Coke machine to say cola? You know, is all, and then he got thrown into it. I was like, oh, that's oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Um, uh, towards the end of the movie, uh, I think once, uh, uh, Billy wakes up from his dream, um, and he's in his house, there is a, uh, piece of art on the wall that just has names of things in Portland. Did you catch that? Yes, I saw that. It was, that was the... It was the live, laugh, love. It was so fun. Yes. But Portland location. Yeah. It said like the Pearl, Burnside, Forest Park. Lake Oswego. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. That did make me laugh. Uh, There was a couple, a couple effects that I did think were neat. So every time they kind of all played out in the same way, which was kind of another disappointing thing. Cause when you have a low budget horror movie, the point is, you know, to do different kinds of grisly deaths or whatever. And I guess if the whole special effects team walked away, I guess that would make sense. <laughs> but it was basically, you would see a cat walk in, they would do like kind of this laser eye flashing to red in the cat's eyes, which I thought looked kind of cool. There was one part, this was really great. And I forget it was it was one of them in their house. It was either the mom or or Tommy or someone. But they they hear a noise and they're in the kitchen and there's a dark doorway behind them. Um, and in that doorway, it was like this super imp- really lightly imposed two eyes that could have been lights, but they looked like cat's eyes. And it was just this really, I think, effective effect that they did uh, that was really low budget. I thought that worked really well. Um and I forget I was where I was going, but there's, they all get killed kind of in the same way. The cat jumps, they're holding a stuffed cat to their face and struggling with it, and then they walk away with the three claw marks, and they all played out that way, which was kind of a bummer. Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we did. Oh, okay. Um. Let's see. Um. Uh, I'm surprised no one has brought up uh, what I felt was probably one of the big inspirations uh, for this film, uh, and, th- and that would be uh, Toonses. <laughs> I literally am just hide- highlighting Toonses because there's a lot of you get a paw that comes into frame and like works a jigsaw or a bandsaw <laughs> just a, that, yeah. and cuts a gas line and then there's another one where even though there was no killing this way it was right after the ice cream truck you pan away from the ice cream truck and you see a paw dribbling a basketball <laughs> casu- casually and I gun. laughed so yeah. hard at that he manipulates uh, a gun he shoots gun. a gun and then oh and, yes and, and puts the gun in the guy's hand to make it look like a suicide it's amazing. And see, I and guess. Oh, it. oh dear. 
my it's so weird my music app on my desktop keeps arbitrarily just starting up and somehow the very first song i have is like a mariah carey song alphabetically and it keeps playing uh that um but i again i wish there was kind of more of that you know like let's really lean into the ridiculousness of because then they would do another thing which i thought was funny like you would see the point of view of the cat you would see a cat pov of the cat remembering the good times of killing people. And it was like slow motion from the cat's view of like it pawing at someone's face. And I was, I thought that was so funny. Um, let's see. There was a real fetish, fetishization, fetish, easy, fetishization. Is that how you say that? Yes. All right. Of bikes in this movie. Huh. Like, it starts off with him talking to the therapist about riding his bike and going fast and being How free. Fast? <laughs> we never did get to the story of why that therapist was so weird. Like, he would come over and, like, touch hold him. his hand and touch him. Touch and his foot. And yeah. And, like, hold, hold his foot. It was foot. very problematic. It was, yeah. it was, it, it was weird. You can get the full video on his OnlyFans. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, and then every time they showed the bike, it would be like these loving pans of the bike and like all these shot, uh, glory shots of bikes I thought was very strange. I liked how there's a jug of holy water in the upstairs of the church. <laughs> Keep it in the fridge. <laughs> it was in like, oh, the wardrobe to Narnia, which was weird because like that kid, obviously I still don't know the name of him. He was the, hu he's the husband in that scenario. And the guy who plays the music at church, do we know his name? Less. Oh, less. Because, because at the, at one, at one point, his wife says, I love you less. I love, but she, she didn't pause. Hold on. They had just talked about less. like, yeah, they just the husband had just said like, "Isn't it time to get over this horrible tragedy that we've gone through?" And why won't you sing with any me anymore? So she must sing at church, and she goes, "I love you less. <laughs> I love you less." <laughs> and I, I, I rewound it because I thought I thought maybe that the guy had said, "I love you more now than ever," and right. her response was, "I love, love you less." less. No. His and name I was like, "Is Lester what? His name is yes. Lester. His name was his name was Lester." But oh, I don't man. think um, I don't think we knew that at that point, though. Like we learned his name later, which <laughs> just made, made that line hilarious. I love you, Les. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the one to go get the whole, or is it is it Jimmy that gets the whole? Anyway, whoever gets the holy water goes to Boy. that church. Billy and so I'm like well just ask for it like why are you sneaking in in the middle of the night and like going on this like reconnaissance mission I'm sure the church will just give you some holy water for your squirt gun <laughs> I don't know Todd why don't you go uh, ask uh, at a church and see how that goes for you <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not Catholic I, just, I don't know the rules for like if they could just hand you holy water or Catholic <laughs> 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 catholic so yeah the catholic so, church so the connection to church right. in this movie has to do with the folklore of of the general you know the 
incarnation of these zombie cats is the the catholic religion <laughs> has its roots in these martian cats somehow i i had no idea how it's all I, that's my favorite sunday school lesson to teach when we get to the, <laughs> <laughs> the zombie cats from mars and holy water section <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the so there's this neighborhood bully guy. We see him a couple times. He's at one point kind of suspected as maybe he's the murderer because when Tommy, the poor half brother who's all of 11 years old, when the detective demands his mother to say, did Tommy have any enemies? (laughs) And I'm like, he's in sixth grade. Like, let's pump the brakes on Tommy's enemies. Um, but the bully confront, <laughs> confronts uh, um, Billy again. And does Billy just full on stab the bully to death? That's what it looked like or, to me. Like he wasn't pushed in or like he wasn't under the control of the cats. He just d- murders him. And then he runs away screaming like, what did I do? Yes, that's right. Uh, that's right after I wrote, we really raced through Cameron's death. Yeah, it was, and and his name is Billy. And the, like the camera angle, you aren't even sure that it was Cameron. Like it, it yeah. was very swept under. We the only rug. had the 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 curly hair to go, to go mm-hmm. on because he was like just in a ditch. Yep. Um. <laughs> oh, so there was Southeast Southeast Clinton was mentioned, mentioned. either mentioned or shown. It was mentioned, yeah. Okay, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's when the the newscaster said something. I was really kind of bummed, too, because um, all we're seeing of the newscasters, usually it's, it was kind of superimposed on people's TVs, so we're seeing it in their living rooms and stuff. Sometimes we just saw the full screen of what they were showing on TV. But at one point, they show one of the newscasters walking in. It's the guy, and he's wearing, like, his nice his nice newscaster shirt, but he has a pair of shorts on. And then they kind of follow him through like a full news studio. And I was like, ah, you had this whole studio and like, didn't show more of that. Like that is just more production value to show more behind the scenes and to show that you've got this space. And I was kind of disappointed in that. Yeah. It it was probably PCM TV that they got access to. It's the the local. Oh, right. uh, Television. They were, they were called MFC2 News or CZ. MFCZ News. Does anyone know what that might stand for? Oh, uh, it's Zombie Cats from Mars backwards. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I dislike the fact that I was able to pick that up so quick. <laughs> that was like SAT test quick. quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. Here's another section I really liked. So Billy um, is he <clears throat> this whole time him and Cameron have been trying to tell people like we literally saw a UFO with a cat in it come down from space. Maybe this is adding to our problems of people dying, being killed. And so he goes to the library and uses the microfiche machine or the, not the, it wasn't even a microfiche. It was like a, another fun kind of a like film a reel stock, to reel, yeah. reel to reel thing. And they had some cool like that 
in itself is such a cool way to do it because you get the nice close-up of the film reel advancing real quick and the the zooms into and the moving back and forth of the and it just added some neat production value but i thought it was funny like instead of like the enhance or whatever the last shot is of a close-up of the newspaper and he slowly just zooms out of it (laughs) like you're going the wrong way. You're supposed to zoom in on the information. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But that adds some really cool um, cool value, too. I thought just the little close-ups of that cool machine advancing and doing all the things that it does. But then we, we go to a cat attacking the detective in an ice cream truck. And there aren't even cat noises added. No cat noises. And then um, two local older kids you know teenagers late teenagers early 20s they want ice cream and so they they see the ice cream truck and start banging on the window saying hey man i know you're in there like (laughs) like like you do when you see an ice cream truck and when you're 23 years old 23 years old (laughs) and uh and so they go inside and they see that uh, the ice cream man has been mauled and killed by said zombie cat. Uh, one of the guys runs away. The other guy runs away temporarily and then runs back, gets an ice cream. Is like, oh, free ice cream. As he's l- opening the ice cream, starting to eat it, looking at the dead body in front of him. And then he's like, oh, I guess I'll leave and <laughs> walks out with his free ice cream and then runs away and then we see the uh the famous uh cat hand uh, <laughs> dribbling the dribbling the basketball i did like that they had the camera driving around in the ice cream trunk uh ice cream truck too and then when that ice cream truck uh driver gets attacked by the cat he says gato estupido <laughs> which i really enjoyed <laughs> but i was so mad because he gets killed like you said those two brand new characters we've never said as we're introducing new characters over an hour and there's like there's already 50 people in this movie kill some of them (laughs) um let's see yeah there are off-screen deaths that we don't see which you would seem to be the point of doing a zombie horror movie so that was a little disappointing but um wow the detectives found just a clump of hair in that jigsaw the cat was using to cut the pipe. And he's like, huh? <laughs> uh, oh, so, uh, so amazing. Yeah. So funny. So it, it this movie was enjoyable. It was it was fun to watch, but it was frustrating because I wanted it to kind of lean more into the thing that I it was trying to be only in certain parts. You wanted to put it in your box. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I <laughs> I wanted to thwart the voice and creativity of Montetre <laughs> and make it into what I wanted it to be. No, I mean, um, it was dis- – and like I said, the, I, I think, uh, again, Cameron's character was, was so good that I, wa- I guess I wanted it all to, like, be at that level. And the level, like, what I wrote down when that cat kills the detective – picks up the gun shoots him that little kitty hand puts the gun in the dead guy's hand and then writes a note that says goodbye oh, yeah. cruel world <laughs> signed chief 
Yes, with a little cat hand. I was like, make the whole movie this. Yes. Like, make it that silly has, and have the deaths be ridiculous and gruesome and just do that. Have them come down in their silly UFOs. Like, that's what I wanted. I didn't need I didn't need all this, like, crazy character building of all these stories that really didn't intertwine in any way or, or further the plot. So I was just hoping it would lean into that because, like, yeah, that cat dribbling the basketball <laughs> – at the time I wrote fuck this movie but in retrospect I was think I was saying because I wanted more of that and less of like the the other stuff so yeah. I'm excited to to dig into Montetre's uh oeuvre a yeah. little bit more so yeah, uh his website is down he does have a twitter that's up he the last tweet that he sent was in 2019 and June 10th 2019 uh, so we'll we'll uh, we'll trade. Did the cats? Yeah, he'll show up as a surprise guest <laughs> next month. I'm working but, on it. <laughs> did the cats? Because they not only did their eyes glow, but they also seemed to emit light. Did that do anything, or was that just to signify that they were zombified? I, I think they that was just showing like these are zombie cats. Totally. I thought <laughs> that that was how they infected other cats. They like glowed oh. at them. Because there was one of the one of the attacks where the one of the actors was pantomiming the cat to the face. There was one that had like full on lasers coming out of the cat, and like that effect I thought looked really cool too. And so like there was enough that I knew they could have done better at what they wanted to. It wasn't a just uh, like they couldn't do anything right or whatever. I was just hoping hoping that he'll find his strengths, I guess. But like again, there is no putting a box. <laughs> Around Montetre, he is the he is the Schrodinger's cat of art. Exactly, <laughs> Montetre is. <laughs> yeah, so I I really enjoyed this movie. I you know there, plenty to criticize, but uh, I thought the the effort was there. I thought the uh, uh, it was silly and fun. Uh, I laughed out loud multiple times. And it would have been super fun to watch together. It totally. It, it would have been. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, my husband uh, Nico was there uh, watching. Incidentally, he just happened to be in the same room, and normally he hates everything that we we ever watch, <laughs> and he genuinely enjoyed this. Oh so, wow, yeah. that is high praise then. High praise. I, I yeah, so I genuinely enjoyed it myself. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Then just yeah, just a tiny dissenting vote for me. With <laughs> I, I endorse with caveats, but it is free on YouTube, so for sure uh, go go and check it out. So. Uh, Brian the Unipiper, is there anything coming up in, in your world that we need to know about? Um, yeah, you right now can go to your uh, local new seasons and uh, pick up the Unipiper Hazy IPA on store shelves. It is back. Nice. Good, good. Congratulations. Uh, um, Mark, what, 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 you can, what are you doing? You can uh, find me uh, out there uh, auditioning for... For uh, Zombie Cats Two, uh, <laughs> Zombie Cats from Mars Two, the prequel. And are you bringing a character to, to audition in? <laughs> are you putting yourself in the movie so they can visualize all, it? All of the above. I, I'll I'll <laughs> do anything. It'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic well thank you everyone for listening to us mark if you wanted to play whatever music played over the credit sequence of this movie that would be great uh, otherwise we will see you guys next month thank you for joining us That's... and thanks again to uh esteban for uh for joining us that yeah. was awesome to have him here thanks for listening all right
it is wild that 